This is Living Proof Radio, May 2024. All of our full episodes are available on our Patreon with weekly drops, a Patreon-only radio show, and Living Proof magazine delivered to your house every issue, as well as our entire members-only library backlog. Patreon.com slash York. Maybe like a person like yourself, and like you're talking about, it's like you come from a place where you had a like full-on graffiti career, and it was like... And then you were just into more things, so you kind of like evolved. Like, see, I wonder if that would have happened if I didn't get cased up like crazy. Like, I, I say that to people a lot. Like, where I'm like, I don't ever want to say I'm grateful for, right? You know, uh, getting convicted and like going to prison and all that. But like, it kind of forced you to do. Out, yeah, if you're, I mean, more. being in prison, especially, like yeah. you're just in a room yeah. with a stranger. And you have your books and you have your letters and your phone calls yeah. and whoever you want to fuck with in the prison, you know? Yeah. Um, so you learn a lot about yourself. And I was 21 years old. So like, in a way, I'm kind of grateful that it happened to me. And if it happened to me now, I'd, I wouldn't be able to handle it. Like, I just wouldn't. Right. I'm way too uh, used to comfortable elements of the world. Like back then, I was still very much like I could sleep on somebody's floor if I right. needed to. That makes sense. Um but uh, I've never been able to find, like, my community, for sure. Like, I feel like I consider... I was I was telling him on the ride up, like, I just feel like I'm a civilian that uh, uh, can talk to graffiti writers. Well, we can go back to that question, so the beginning of the question, because mm-hmm. I, I have a pivoting turning point that, like, I... So I talk a little bit, again, about, like, my kind of wanting to be involved in the art world. Yeah. And this is where I kind of learned this lesson. Cause I came from graffiti where it's a pretty like as much of like a can be unfriendly subculture. It's also extremely friendly. Oh yeah. Like being able to call somebody because pre-internet, let's just say pre-internet or, you know, pre real internet phones or whatever, like be like, Hey, I know this guy. He said like, you're cool. I'm coming to your city. And they're like, cool, you can sleep on my floor. I'll, like, take us to the beer store. We'll hang out. We'll, like, get drunk. We'll go paint trains. We'll go paint the city. Then we'll, like, hang out for, like, a week. Mm -hmm. And I'll show you around. That shit does not exist in, like, the art world. Like, I remember. an adult life. Yeah, 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 an adult life. Okay, yeah. So, But this is just the moment, okay? Because I was, like, you know, at this point, maybe 26 or something, and, like, I feel like I had met some like artists through like in New York and I was just like, Oh, you live in LA? Like, cool, like I'm gonna be coming out there, blah blah blah. And then like did and then they're just like I'm like, Hey, I'm out here, like what's up? Like what's going on? And they're just like, Cool. Yeah. And then that's it. And they don't really want to interact with you or anything yeah, unless yeah, yeah. there's like a reason. And I was like, Man, fuck this. This sucks. Like what I had was great. Like that kind of like community or whatever, whatever you want to call it, motion sensor, uh, they, um, they, it can be super welcoming. It's just like, it was a way to like explore the world and like the subculture. And so like, not that I need that and I don't want, what am I going to have people crash in my house now with my kids? Like, no, that's not what I need, but it's just like, 
I still kind of am, I went kind of back to graffiti, not necessarily to be involved with graffiti, but it's like, I, we share a rich history. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. And that history being in that, like, coming from that, that world of like, kind of like figuring it out together mm-hmm. and kind of like, uh, just enjoying it in that way. I also like how what you what you contribute is acknowledged by other participants. So like if like I've met some artists who will find out what I wrote and they'll like kind of like give me like a little bit more of a I don't know like they'll appreciate me a little bit more they'll listen to me a little bit more because they're like oh like I'm familiar with that. Well I think you come to realize too that it's like people like maybe some artists, I'm not saying everybody, but a lot of people's like lived experiences. Like I went to college yeah, and like, that's it. Like, you know, I'm that's minimalizing so much, but it just like, there's just a lot of people like my wife comes from like the same world as I do. And we kind of like talk to people and talk to other friends. And then like, they're like, no, that's you. (laughs) Like, and we're like, Oh, like we just have like lived with it our our whole lives about I don't know just like being around like wild people and like right. doing crazy things and it's just like that's not most of the population. No, and it's weird for us even in, too, even in New York. Like it's weird for us too because I feel like you're also capable of like you're capable of ha- being surrounded by people that can't relate to your background. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's also weird because you you don't know how to express to them like some of the experiences that we've had that yeah. are valuable to us, yeah. you know. Yeah, without coming off like crazy. Yeah. I find so it's tough. So as a parent, like I have to interact with like lots of other people and others, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it definitely is I wouldn't say it's like mind-blowing but you're just like eye-opening in some way where you're just like oh like i'm not like a lot of people and you sometimes i i catch myself like uh you know looking in the mirror so to speak and not necessarily like i forget that the way that people perceive me now like as a 36 year old like just like regular dude or whatever uh is like I forget that that it doesn't have the whole history. Like when when I'm kicking it with you, like I'm I feel a little bit more comfortable. Like I'm like okay, cool. Like you know yeah, you're yeah. familiar with my history. You know my friend group or whatever. And like when I'm just like meeting people, I forget that they know that like I'm you know used to steal a lot of shit or I used to you know what I mean. Like I was an totally. amoral person or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, I forget about that all the time. It was funny though because not not to put like Angel on blast, but just when we came up here and like. You know, he's seeing all of this and everything. He's like, I can't even, uh, he seems so distant, so removed from graffiti. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's like tough for him to, to me, it makes sense. Cause I know a bunch of people like in our age group or whatever that have made it through like the, the storm of like our youth or whatnot mm-hmm. and have come out on the other end and are like enjoying like a quieter life is I guess how I put it. Yeah. Um, do you, oh shit, will you turn that off? The red, yeah, that one. Um, it's getting a little cold. I think that's what that means. Oh, really? Yeah, because that kicks on when it needs to like heat up. Got you. Um, do you? 
Do you think that you and Sean growing up... Sorry, we can go back to what you were talking about before. What were we... You just were talking about how you were coming up here and just saying how it was very removed. Yeah, no, from... I was gonna, I was gonna tie that in. I was, okay. I was gonna ask like basically like if you could picture like Sean as like an older dude or whatever, like chilling out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also like if you do, if as I'm saying this, I'm like, damn, this could be a very difficult. That's okay. Like That's subject, right. but um, like how 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 would you have knowing him as well as you did? Like, growing up with him, like, could you see him post-graffiti? Oh, I don't know. You know, it's definitely something that um, at the time of his death, it was like a big crossroads in his life. And I think which initially led to him being just in a place that basically, more or less, I would just say he was extremely unhappy and like kind of didn't really know what was going on so it's it's tough i mean my wife and i talk about it a lot like how he would be and what his relationship would be to me for the first time like one of the first times ever in our entire life right before he died we were not talking like that we were pretty much like always like always you know like ups and downs or whatever but like we never really like fully fought until like right before he died like, were we I, talking a week or a month or... Like, let's see. He died right before Christmas. It was a little over a month. Like, it's just something, like... Basically, I, as from, like, an outside, I could just kind of see he was, like, really going through it. And just, like... I think... We just hit a point where, like, he was being too crazy. And I was just like, you gotta chill the fuck out. And he did not like that. And he, like, really pushed back on it. And, you know, it was this one time where he, like, he tried to, like, come to my house where I wasn't at my house, but he was looking for me. And he had a key to my house. He came to, like, fight me at my house. And then I, like, didn't, basically didn't ever talk to him again. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so... I don't know. It's tough to to say because it was pretty specific to where he was at the time that he died. It's like at the time where I was like, I don't know which way this is going to go. He tried to do, and he did successfully, like he did woodworking for a while, Mm -hmm. but he hurt himself doing it. Like he cut like part of his finger off and then he did it again soon after that. So like two injuries really closely and I think that kind of like made him unsure about his, because that was like his plan at that point. It was like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be like a woodworker. He went to Chicago to study with, like, be an apprentice for one of our friends. And he did it for a while. And he's built uh, some cool things, like things that I have. He built like this wild desk for my dad. It's really an amazing piece. Um, and, you know, there was definitely talent there. And I think that that's what he thought that that's what he was going to do. But then I think the injury is kind of like, he was scared a little bit, especially because I think he did the first one and then he was like, okay, like get back in there. And then mm-hmm. it happened again. Cause I heard about the first one and I didn't hear about the second one until I saw him. Like I, he had a new injury and I was like, what happened? And so it's like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. I don't know like what he would be doing. And what, you know, like, if we would, like, still be friends, you know? Yeah, yeah there's a lot of people that 
have passed away people that I was like really close with that I think about sometimes where I'm like I wonder what they would think of where I'm at now like how I ended up or if they had it in them to keep going it's tough to imagine their lives continuing you know yeah um yeah I think um I don't know Glace Iraq Glace was always he would tell me that too he was just like I don't know if me and like Dash would be friends anymore yeah (laughs) like like I get that like really yeah um and what what year was that that he passed away how old were you at that time my brother yeah um he was that was 20 the end of 2012 um and i was had just turned 30 oh wow just turned 30 yeah um sorry i'm like so now you know how old i am do the math i'm just getting flooded with a bunch of memories i actually remember i only met sean i think one time but you were there i don't know if you would remember it maybe it was at like a dash snow like memorial um or after party or something like that and like I, i i i didn't know who everybody was but there were a bunch of people around you know and he like spilled a beer on me like i had my beer out and he spilled it on me and i was asking him to get a new one and he was like not into that at all and then somebody came up and like put their arm around me and walked me away and was like that's next yo like you know what i mean like and what, there, there was, was that, that like a wake or something it was like i don't know i just remember being in a bar I remember like videos of like like dash no like in like a tub and shit like playing on a big screen and like uh. you know and then I, I just remember like going off to a corner and like i think it was vomit actually like dac was mm-hmm. like talking to me and was like yo that's next like you don't want problems with that dude like that dude's crazy you know i was like i I think you were there at the time but it was like the only time that i remember meeting him but he just had this like obviously gigantic reputation yeah and i think it's definitely not that it wasn't there for sure it's like a tough exterior how did, did that turn you off from graffiti at all like after he passed away like did it make you like appreciate the culture more or did it make you kind of like think that it was like bullshit because i feel like when i go through when I, when homies die and I, I see people throwing them up and everything like that it kind of makes me feel like in a way like graph isn't like it it just misses out on like i know that it works for some people it's like therapeutic for them to yeah, like yeah. put people up and everything but there's a little part of it for me where i'm just like this is not who this person really was <clears throat> I I let some of it for sure. I was just like, I think, you know, that's important for that to exist. Like, I think his, like, I mean, his legacy is his graffiti for yeah. sure. So it's like, I definitely accept that it's like, okay, for people to like. Embrace it. Embrace it and mourn celebrate it a little bit. As... I think there was a few people who kind of like tried to make it a little too personal mm-hmm. or they're like mention him by name or something and you're like you didn't know him you know like you calling him next and not knowing him is fine you know like because that's what he gave put out there but then like trying to be like buddy buddy and like you people do that in death i've had lots of people pass away and like seen it all i mean and just again, like kind of, I made a, I kind of mentioned this in what I wrote about the like guest lawsuit about just like things coming up about my brother. There's like a level and there's a time and a place where like, if something hits me the wrong way, like 
I really retreat. Yeah. And I'm like guarded and I'm like, I can't, I can't deal with that. Like to protect myself. Cause it, it did. It's like, it took a lot for me to kind of like keep like our lives were very intertwined. And yeah. so like, and a lot of stuff that has come up, uh, post is stuff I definitely wasn't expecting just even stuff with my family like how to it was like only me and him so now it's just like me and my parents and it's like that whole relationship is just like totally crazy and uh how do you mean it's just like I don't know just because it's like it I'm kind of left to pick up the pieces a little bit in some way because it's they're upset about his passing and kind of not acknowledging that like how like tight we were and that it's like but I'm there kind of to pick up the the slack of being like the son the only son left do you feel like um like because he was the older brother or whatever that he like what was the difference between y'all experience growing up that kind of like led to the differences in the way that you, you know what I mean? Like, cause, sure, yeah. cause I, I would say like people probably know that of you, that you were like, um, you know, a very highly active graffiti writer, but like Sean, like obviously went to like this whole other level. Yeah. And like what kept you from being like going <clears throat> off of the deep end, I guess. Like I, again, I, I, I think it kind of relates to what we talked about earlier. It's like graffiti has not been my main goal as of life it's like definitely always been a thing i like to do and i enjoyed and i think there was a lot of times where like yeah it was just kind of like i when i was super active it was just like that was really fun for me mm-hmm. um and for him he just had a lot to prove yeah <laughs> i mentioned that again in uh the interview with uh skew and it, it's that's i feel like that's a big I feel like people don't, yeah, that doesn't always click for, I guess, like younger up and coming graffiti writers that maybe are so young that they lack self-awareness. But a lot of these guys that went really crazy, that leaned into it hard, myself included, were like trying to um, manage pain that they were experiencing, like running away. Like I think GK was the first guy who said that to me that it clicked. Because I asked him, I was like, would you want your son to paint graffiti? And he was like, hell no, I don't want my son to you know, do what I did because I know why I did what I did and it was to process pain. Um, you know, so do do you think that Sean was doing that in a way throughout his graffiti experience? 100%. I mean, I mean, maybe not 100%, but that's, I definitely think that is one of the driving main driving factors to why he took it to the level he did. I think because of the response of, like you said, the acknowledgement you get back from graffiti from other like writers and stuff. It's, it's, um, it's a drug, dude. It's addictive. Yeah. It's addictive. And I, but I think it's also just like, yeah, it makes somebody who probably hasn't feel felt seen like feel good. Yeah. And it's like, you know, he had a, he had a harder time he had a harder upbringing than I did necessarily. I mean, I don't know, you know, he just, he didn't, he wasn't like, I found my way to like be quiet and like be cool. And it's like, he had a hard time. He would get in fights. He would like get picked on and shit. And like, he was not popular in any sort of way. And I'm not saying like I was popular. So it didn't, but it's just like, I found a way to kind of manage it in a way that didn't like fuck with me. And it's like, it, 
I knew because being his brother, just like how hard it was for him, like Mm -hmm. just to deal with the world. And so getting the positive response from like being this person and just like the like harder, tougher version was like, I don't know, I guess the, just the way he went with it or. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have to, we don't have to. That's okay. Uh, talking about it too we could definitely switch it up is there were there before we like got started with the interview was there anything that like you had in your mind that you were like I definitely want to talk about that like because you had just done the interview with Askew I'm curious yeah um, not that I necessarily wanted to specifically talk about but it and you know I've I'm definitely cool with it kind of being natural but we've kind of talked about it a little bit just there's a, a lot of other avenues I mean of the graffiti that I didn't talk about maybe just because it didn't really. Yeah, no, let's do that because I, I, I always has. You're actually the first, um, like graffiti black person that I'm interviewing too for yeah. this, which is like it's interesting because I, I figured getting into this I'd be doing predominantly graffiti writers, but uh, I guess my tolerance and interest for a lot of them is, are like dwindling as I get older. You know, I, like I mean, yeah, there's not a lot of. I mean, like you said, it's like there's certain people who's like just really into graffiti and you're like you know i that can only take you so right it can only take you so far um how we doing on batteries are we good good um but uh i i guess uh well then we we should talk more about art then i don't care we can talk even just like we can just keep jumping around i'm sure there's plenty because like i feel like the a2m time was like a there's not much more. We talked about it a little bit, but it's just, that was kind of a new era, I think, for me. So. Oh, let, you know what? Let's just go with the classic joint. I just want to ask you your sure. top fucking five of all time. And you got to you gotta give it to me fast, though. Your top five writers of all time. It's Come not on. Gonna happen. Come on. I'll make it easy. I'll start off with mine, right? I'm going to sure. start off with Revs being, being he's got to be in top five. Okay. I got to put J.A. in top five. I'm going to put Sean in top five, actually, because to me, Sean is uh, the first person that I was like, oh, he he's going city to city. He's like doing that like because there wasn't each city had their own little thing. But then there started to grow this this new type of writer, this like yeah terminator two ass person that's yeah. you know going city to city and crushing every city they go and doing trains and doing streets and doing you know uh rollers all the whole nine yeah internet style too like being popular on the internet so i gotta i gotta throw him in there so that's what uh three that's three i'm gonna throw oh shit this is where it gets hard when you only got two spots left <laughs> um i'm gonna throw I'm going to throw Sace in there too. Because uh, uh, but Sace almost to me is like Iraq. I I view Iraq as like a thing cuz of the, makes sense. the vibe, the hand styles, everything. Um and then I'm going to go with MF1 as my fifth for me because yeah. um I just got to see intimately like how prolific of like an artist, like an all uh, encompassing artist this person was. And, you know, a lot of writers, you meet them and you learn more about them and it's a little bit of a letdown or, or even right. if it's not a letdown, they just aren't a superhero anymore. Yeah. This is a person that like, I like shared 
so many spaces with that I got to know intimately as a human being and like mm-hmm. was never once let down was only continuously more like interested in like right. he earned my respect as as honestly to a point where I'm like it's almost like made me like think about like religious like experiences and like you know things that are like beyond uh so I got to put him in there in, in my top five so that's mine right now and by the way it's subject to change like yeah okay in an hour all right well, yeah, I mean, I think I could even do it a little bit with, like, eras or, like, even if I want to do it, like, influence direct to me. Let's do, Yeah, let's do that. Well, because that can go with, like, the stages. So let's say for, like, Houston and that time period, DTS is, like, so that would be uh, that guy who wrote Damn It. Okay. Who has other names. Um but he was, a, he kind of exploded everything for me. like. And that was a dude that was going back and forth to like Australia. Australia. Yeah. So he's very, been pretty prolific in Australia as well. Um, so that's like, I, that's one of them. Yeah. Uh, next one might be Worm. Okay. Because he just like hit, A2M is like the next stage of like, graffiti there so it's like that seems like and just like I can look at a worm piece today and just still like I, there's something about the way it's painted that like really resonates with me personally and just like yeah, the way <clears throat> he uh, painted and his like line work and just like the little like ends of his line or the, just like his hand involvement yeah. is the pieces. balance to like I feel like I could see I could see Vizzy in that for sure. Yeah, okay, so there's that. Uh Revoke. Ooh, yeah. Easy one. He's not for me only because I'm not like a like a piece like LA like I, Yeah, I, I I hear you. Which is why I wanna do I wanna interview him because I wanna talk style and shit with him. I yeah. think it'd be super interesting. But uh okay, yeah, totally. revoke. Yeah, revoke. Okay, three, uh gray. Ooh, good for one. Sure. Yeah, I yeah. feel like above twist, you think? Um, for me, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I I think that twist absolutely is like, I mean, to this day, like I can look at his artwork, his tags, everything, and just like it's perfect. But I just, for me, like what Gray did is like uh, more than anything. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. This is the last one. I'm. Maybe gonna say pose, but that might just be personal, just because of like again his influence on me directly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's interesting because like I wouldn't say that Gray, like I was friends with Gray, um, but it wasn't like directly like his per- influence wasn't like personal, yeah, or whatever. But his influence on like stylistically. I just think that time when he was like exploding is like blew my mind. Yeah. Um, and I really remember that. It might have been the age I was. It might have been many things, but like. That no, was that it. makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's like that. I feel like I could do a few different ways, though, you know, too. Like, it's like if I wanted to go like bombing. Today. I'm just saying, like, with a bombing person, too. When's the last time that you went bombing? Did you you ever find yourself, like, hanging out with, like, younger people and be like, oh, maybe I'll 
Maybe I'll get down. You mean false? It's like the only person. (laughs) He's not even young. You know what I'm saying? Like, no diss or whatever. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, we're like, yeah, I just remember him being like the young guy around for a minute. Were you ever the young guy? Because I was a young guy. Definitely, yeah. When I was was younger, yeah, I was always around older dudes. But, yeah, I, I guess, you know, false would be. But, no, I mean, like. You know, there's kids active now that are like 19, 20, 21. Yeah, like, you know, there definitely is interesting stuff. I mean, I don't know. I I miss kind of like, yeah, tags and throw-ups. But it's like, I think too, like maybe in like New York now because it's like not, or I don't know what's going on in New York. But if it's like. Bad, dude, it's bad. You see it. Well, no, 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 I see it. But I'm just like, I mean more about like getting away with shit. Like, dude, from my like old ass like civilian ass looking at it, like it seems like it's chill. Like it seems like it looks it looks pretty easy to me. Oh yeah, you hitting that? Yeah, I feel you. Oh. What do you think of the uh, repelling graffiti that's happening these days? Do you fuck with it or not? Fucking, uh, fuck with it. Like, I mean, I definitely think it's cool. It's Wait, are very you MSK? Yeah. Okay, I'm speaking with an MSK Jesus represent. Christ. I'm sorry, bro. I, you know, me, I was telling him too, like, I was like, he's had so many stages in his graph career that for me, like, you're always going to be like an A2M dude. Yeah, my, if for somebody who's familiar, more familiar with my old older yeah. work, I feel like they would be like, no. Or D30. I think he is a D30 guy. D30, yeah. Yeah, but you're an MSK guy. Oh, now, yeah. Okay. Very flashy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no. But like, yeah, do you, do you, uh, do you like the, so I guess when I'm asking you this, you're also going to be talking about new MSK guys doing the repelling thing. Sure. So you got to say. You no, I mean, push. it's interesting for sure. I, I think it's really pretty cool. And like, just to see like graffiti in a new way, like, I think there's always, you know, as a graffiti writer, you know, you're looking around, you're like what if my name was there? What if my name was there? And so like, there is this part where you're just like, well, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Like you didn't really like, maybe you thought about it, but like in your like mind or something, uh-huh. like you're like, I don't know how that's going to work. All right. So I'm going to talk shit a little bit, Go but ahead. feel free to, you know, tell me to shut up or whatever. But like, I think that I, for some reason I'm more into like throw a couple cans in a backpack and like go out. You know what I mean? I think the more effort that you try to put into it, the more like kind of corny it becomes almost, you know, like I like that's why I, that's why I like like New York City, like 90s bombers the most, you know, I I definitely feel you. I think that um, that kind of where that kind of crossover for me was was like uh, clean train graffiti. It's the same. Like I never got down or did you get down with it? I've oh, done some, but so, statue limitations. Like they're so fucking weird about that. No, no, you know what I mean? Clean know, train guys are so fucking weird about I this probably shit. Haven't it's definitely been over fucking seven years. Although I'm I respect done. writer, I, I respect Euro writers doing this shit. Like uh, it makes sense it's to just me because you don't you do to be because I don't it's the same thing. I mean, I just because like, a lot of these guys were just emulating the Euro writers. Is that's the thing? Yeah, I feel like it's rich kid shit. I mean, I'm, people are gonna get pissed off at me. I saying don't that, think but... that it's necessarily that because I feel like there's a thing of like the the like for because for me I was introduced to like the kind of clean train euro scene through through australians who mm. were like 
oh, I have a way. I get the like fake interrail ticket and you can just ride around any city in Europe for like free because I've got like this bootleg ticket. Yeah. And so that's like I crash on couches and I do it that way. And so Mm -hmm. that's kind of like how I was introduced to it. I don't know why you think it's a rich kid thing. Because I my experience is just that like poor kids chill in their neighborhoods. They get up in their neighborhoods for their homies that are going to see it. And then like people that want to go and spend all night like watching a train and then go and do it and get a photo and only show it to them. They're it just, you know what? Camera nerd shit. Like yeah. if you're buying nice cameras, you're a rich kid to me, but I also like grew up like very much like a neighborhood kid. That's why yeah. like, I think I did an interview when I was younger where I was trying to talk about how I always thought of myself as like a local you know how people used to diss like they'd be like oh that dude's just a local guy yeah i'm like well i'm proudly a local guy you know what i mean that's kind of always been i my think mentality. even so that we can even i can relate this to like my brother yeah so like because he was more of like a put in to do like a big roller is a lot of work yeah and it's sure. like you have to have a lot of materials you have to like go get a lot of shit to do it yeah and for me i was just like and that's not what I want to do. I want to. Yeah. I want to roll around. I want to go to a party. I want to dip out of the party, do a fill in, go back to the party, yeah. make out with a girl or something. You know, like yeah, yeah. That, that was my dream as a young kid. Right. I did it plenty of times, but it's like that's what what was for me. Yeah. Um, that's again, like yeah, like why like Iraq states like learning about them. I was just like this. These guys are like the fucking Rolling Stones. Exactly. Like that. The, the that's the coolest fucking thing. Which Never. I guess, you know, he is arguably a, a rich kid, you know what I mean? But I guess uh, the uh, the people at the top, like J.A., supposedly also a rich kid. I don't know him, but, yeah. you know. But, yeah, so I don't know. I, 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 I think that, yeah, there's something about that effort that's just different to the way that I was painting and painted and, like, I don't know. I don't think it's just like everything. It's not one thing. It's, like, not. No, nah, true. It, it, and, and that's it's going to evolve and it's going to be interesting. I mean, it is turning interesting. Yeah. And there's some of it that I really like and there's some that I'm like, uh, that wasn't a good one. I would like to see more like, I don't know, uh, maybe just like two two letter fill-ins like in the middle of a building. Like to me, the whole that's like spell out. interesting too. You know what I'm saying? On the way down, I'm kind of like, it would be cooler just, just a little J.A. right in the center of a, a building would be fresh, but... I also, I don't know. We'll see. Like, I was super pumped when Wombat started doing her hey, thing. You, like, you could be that person. No, I dude. I know you could. But it's like, that's, there was going to be that person who's going to do that. Yeah. You remember, uh, you remember um, Jam from, yeah. I remember Jam being like, okay, cool. This dude's like, like setup was the first like uh, kind of rooftop person, like always going for the spots, like right on the edge of a rooftop. Uh-huh like intentionally going for the up high spots. Yeah. And then jam just came through and did so many. I remember the seeing jam. I think the first one where I was like, Jesus Christ, there was one on like 14th street that I saw in person. And then I was like, he just did a fucking straight letter with an outline and a border, like on a, like just a roll up gate top. Yeah. Like he just did it. And then like, I kind of like heard about him. I think, was he German? I don't know anything about Jim. I thought he was French, like, to be no, honest. Maybe. But I saw it in, like, Berlin or something. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, there's another Jam. Like, he's all he's all over the place. Yeah. Like, and then that was that was cool because that that was a person where you're like, whoa. 
and then he, and then he just like where is he now type thing i kind of i kind of fuck with that though like i kind of yeah. think like you know a little part of me obviously has thought about like doing doing this podcast stuff in a way i'm like compromising a graffiti rap in a way you know what i mean because it's like oh, i'm just showing my full-on self completely you know yeah and sometimes the writers that just disappear that just do that that's kind of a smooth like the irish goodbye to the to the graph game yeah know? i absolutely respect that too i mean i think for me i think another reason why i was like okay to do this too because i basically this year i was just like you know what i'm going to like slowly just like show my face yeah. because I didn't for a long time and I didn't really want to, but then I just was like, I, it's not a big part of like me to not do it. Right. And it could be, it could get and it could be annoying with like other work where I'm like, don't show my face, this and that. And that's not really the main reason, but I kind of just wanted to do it myself and not be like, Oh, I'm going to get a big job that pays me enough money that I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm just going to like quietly do it. Yeah. And now it's not because I've said it, but that, <laughs> no, that no, was no. kind of the plan. I was just like, yeah, I'll, I'll just do it one day. And then it's going to be, it's I GK did it. Yeah. He was on uh, like powerful truth angels. It's a, uh, Alex Two Tones podcast, dude. I gotta listen to some other graph. I, I, oh, it's not. I want to talk about. Don't let's not forget to talk about podcasts in general. Cause, okay. But um, all right. So he was on. Well, he was on a he podcast, and he just was like, just talking, and he was just showed his face, and I mm-hmm. was like, okay, like the way he did it, it wasn't like he wasn't like, I'm showing my face. It yeah. wasn't a big thing. It was just like I'm. You know, he probably came to whatever realization himself. It's just like, it's fine. It doesn't matter. I interviewed him for Vice back in 2015 or something for mm-hmm. a project that never came out because I ended up getting arrested again or whatever. I had something that I had to go through. and like. But uh, he, I, I was surprised at how much of an open book he was. Yeah, I mean, when I first met him, it was the same way. He's very... He's a very easy person to talk to. He's friendly. He's. I think he's got an interview coming up at, yeah. on this podcast. I mean, too. he's a, a great guy. He's a great person to talk to. Yeah. Um, Yo, real quick, just in case the cameras are... They're still all right, but I don't really know because it all depends on the temperature and stuff. Yeah. It seems like they're lasting longer in here. I don't know if you guys want to touch on the guest thing because you're about to. Oh. Move forward. I don't know. I feel like we kind of covered... Did we cover the guest thing or... I don't know if we did. I think you didn't, we didn't talk about it at all. <laughs> Maybe we, we, we talked about it before. The, the you started talking about it, then you talked about guest all right. RFC. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, all right. So, what not. is your favorite, like, gene company? <laughs> like, because my. Not guess. Oh, not guess. Why not? <laughs> no, I don't know. You know, like, <laughs> it, this thing, it just keeps happening. Like, as people, brands want to do, like, you know, it's not the shirts that they design sucks. Yeah, the shirt. It, okay, let's. Can you can you state whether or not you actually like the shirt that guest made? Like, I do not. Okay, so I, I I personally don't like it either. But I'm curious about whoever the designer was that was because they Bates is a really good writer. Nax is a really good writer. Giant is a really good writer. I don't think it was had. It you looks, think it was accidental? Yeah, I feel like for me, this what it seems like is like and what it might happen a lot is like a very young designer is like i'm going to design a graffiti t-shirt and like google's graffiti 
and then that's how it's made. Like, wow, yeah. they're not, like, they don't know anything about graffiti. Mm-hmm. Whatever pops up first is, like, what they put on there. I feel like this might be a person who's been into graffiti for, like, two or three days at least. Because sure. I'm, I'm going to say that just because they they, <laughs> well, that, that they sh- picked three dope writers, though. I will say I that. mean, as you look on the shirt more, there's, like, more shit. There's twist oh. tags on there. There's okay. um, Remio tags on there. Okay. There, yeah, there's, there's real writers on there. So, like, wherever the source material was was, like, from a real place. Yeah. I don't necessarily know if it was because they knew what they were doing. Be, but like, I don't have the re, like real design, you know, like mm-hmm. I have a picture of a shirt. I don't have like the actual design. Like I'm thinking if you looked on the design, you'd probably see a bunch of like, as of right shirt. now, can you buy the shirt? No, no. It's, it's been off for like a while. Ha, were any sold? Yes. Like <sighs> it went through production. I think I have uh somebody sent me a picture of like a guy wearing it. Like, I'm going to get one. Yeah. That's my new goal. I'm going to get it's one. Probably now it's probably like eBay for sure. Oh man. It's probably, probably super expensive now. But yeah, it's like it, it, this shit keeps happening. You know, it's not new. Like you said, you know, you've worked in the film. I don't know if you want to talk about that. Oh yeah. But, I don't care. Uh, you know that it's happened there. Um, it's just something that kind of like as graffiti is just like in the culture or maybe just more prevalent or I don't know. I don't know if it's that people are like being like, Hey, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> like that's it's just, up. it's an interesting like situation. I feel like I, if I were like a lawyer, I could argue like on like both sides of the case because I feel like, uh, you know, in a certain sense, like if you do something out in the public, like I always viewed my graffiti as like once it's out there, Sure. I don't even own it at all or whatever. And if you like, I've seen a lot of um, artists who make paintings that paint like a building and they'll include the graffiti on it or whatnot. And my, my graffiti's ended up like on some of these paintings and everything. And it doesn't really like, I'm just kind of like, Oh, it's part of the public space or whatnot. That seems okay. In some respects, I think in this instance, like a painting, like if somebody had sold a painting and had like a next tag on it, I wouldn't be like, where's my cut or where's my family's money. Like, I feel like that's ridiculous, but just the way it's like, this is a shirt that features graffiti as the element of the shirt. Like that's what it wants to put in the forefront. And it uses artists who have spent their entire lives and careers building up these names, Mm. you know, again, whether they knew what they were doing or not, it's like, to me, it's just a lazy designer who doesn't know what they're doing that just Mm -hmm. grabs and graffiti. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I don't know. Definitely not wrong. No, Um, it's probably what it is. But it's like that it's it's being sold mass produced as like a graffiti shirt. It's interesting how like you have these relationships like this one is like a conflict with a a, a corporate entity. Mm-hmm. But you also have a positive one like with Supreme because they're so maintaining that spot. Yeah, they and I so that's an instance where they did reach out to me, you know, like and they probably didn't have to because they've rent the building right you know like but they kind of did and they they asked and they kind of like approached it in that way as more of like a and you know it's like we our friends work there and it's like is more culturally appropriate for yeah our work i mean and it's like part of now it's part of the building that they their store is in you know it's like it's there, like, next to their logo, like, every single day. 
I don't know. You know, that it. I feel like that building is like a little tiny window into like an earlier New York, like uh, you totally. know, from 10 years ago. It's just a shame that not everything that was once on that building, like I remember so many iterations of it. Yeah, you know? well, they, so what happened was that they, the person bought the, somebody bought the building from the artist who was the, so that, did you, you know that it got painted twice, right? Um, I know that, yeah, next did it by himself one night and then, and then he did it another night after Sam's passed away. Yeah. They I saw did like the big one on the front and then the big Sam's on the side. Yeah. And the Sam's is now not there. Yeah. So yeah, they bought the building from the artist and then they basically, I don't know why, but they kind of were like out of respect. We're not going to paint over the next. We're going to paint over everything else. Like they, I forget who it was, but somebody like, they told me like that was happening. It's like, okay, all right. Um, so that was intentional. And so then, there was a period where the building was clean except for the next. Yeah. I think it was pretty uh, small, like the window. Cause it's just like, because of what it was and because there was the next, I think people just kept painting. Yeah. It. And then I don't know. I don't know. Do they buff it now? other places or i think like ride? the rest of new york is just covered in so much shitty graph you know what i mean that like it, i don't even bro like when i drive around new york i always tell people like coming up with graph I, I i i said this like as a joke but it's true like i don't really see shit i don't like that much like i don't i don't retain it you yeah, know yeah so like if you ask me what else is going on on the supreme store i only know that you know the next totally piece. yeah and All when right. i think about it i remember when like Seraph had like something up on the top and then Attic had like three A's on the, yep. you know, so like there's certain shit that I remember, but for the most part, I remember the Sems obviously. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it, oh, it's just smacked. Attic might be in the like top five. Ooh, top five. Mm -hmm. Attic. Yeah. That's a good one. That one just, we can cut this back in if you want, but <laughs> I don't know. The, no, the, it's cool. We'll let's the, just run it. Because I feel this like... This is a graffiti writer interview, by the way. it goes to, like, he spans some... He's, like, San Francisco, yeah. New York, Seattle, like... And he... I would put him up there just because he's influential. There's so many people that, like... Yeah. I, I, I mean, like, there's some, like, crotchety New York City people. I shouldn't say that, but, like, that are, like all that Seattle shit like changed it in a bad way. Cause now there's like Seattle wannabes or whatever doing their thing. But I'm kind of like, I don't know. He's I don't just... think. And then that for me is like more like, um, San Francisco, his style, just like the people who like maybe, cause I would say that like, they would probably think that the like next is part of that too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, that and my connection would be more that like they met in San Francisco and then came to New York. Oh, okay, that's valid. Yeah, uh, but I yeah. feel like like <clears throat> Sean was just an anomaly in a way that he and you like both like traversed all of these different groups. I don't think that was like when I think of Attic, I think of BTM specifically. So I guess right. I don't know where he's even from, but I I just think of Seattle a lot. But yeah, he could he could definitely be up there, super influential. Um. But yeah, back to the, um, if we want to continue on the like gas conversation or the conversation about like brands, I don't know. I mean, I kind of touched on it. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just, I, I just want to make the point that like corporations can make some 
inform decisions and kind of maintain a reputation, which I assume is part of all of their objective, right? But who's even thought of guests? Like, but like I, didn't, I haven't thought of guests. That's why I think that that's when it becomes like insulting, right? It's like a company that's like not involved in any sort of way. They're not relevant in any sort of way. They take something and then like... It literally sounds to me like they were like, we got to try and get some of that Supreme money. So like... What is Supreme about? Skateboarding, graffiti, like, let's go get that. Like, super toy of an approach. Yeah, and, and very inauthentic to, like, what even is their brand, you know. And I think that they might actively be trying to enter the space of skating. And uh, and that's why I fuck them, you know. Like, yeah. Because they're going to they're gonna try to come in and, like, do this and not try to, like, do it. And, and they fucked up right from the start.